podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Hello and welcome to the Anfield Index podcast. Broadcasting to you from my house in the field here in beautiful rural Ireland, I'm Trev Denny. And I'm joined by Lisa Marie Hanahan and Cam Branch. And producing is AI's Swiss Army Knife, Guy Drinkle, in the background, having a listen, probably telling us we're idiots as we go through in the chat box. Now, uh, it's been quite the week, um, um, a, a strange week for a man such as myself, a week of, 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 of revelations and, and, and uh, uh, scandal and um, conspiracy theory. And that's literally just the Liverpool Arsenal game. Um, it's gotten even more compounded and compacted today. And the whole thing does threaten to turn into a little bit of a shit show, if we're honest with the whole uh, idea of completion and non-completion of fixtures. But I do want to start with that story. So just to have you duly warned, Cam and uh, Lisa, that that's exactly where we're going to be going. Now, my intro today is a nice little simple one. My intro uh, is that on the back of a little chat that I had with someone who shall remain nameless, um, I was uh, delighted to hear um, on behalf of um, all of us, uh, but particularly chuff for our newest recruit to hear that there's uh, been very, very positive feedback to uh, Lisa Marie's introduction to the crew here on the show. Um, people happy, very happy with the the, the mix up and the, a new voice in the in the mix and uh, very, very uh, well received in general. So I thought it's always nice. We always hear bad news, but it's nice to report back when people are saying nice things as well. And I won't make anyone feel awkward by saying who's saying what. But let's just say that this comes from a very good spot to be getting praise from. Um, so credit to uh, you, Lisa Marie, for um, apparently rescuing us from whatever pit of hell we we're in, uh, and uh, <laughs> adding so nicely to the mix. I do, I do genuinely mean that. It's great, and it is, it is nice to hear the feedback uh, when it's positive, um, and especially in, in connection with something as. You know, it, 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 when you do a certain amount of shows, you, you can start start to get a little bit precious, and it's lovely that the mixture has worked immediately for folks. So, um, delighted uh, that that is the case. So that's my upbeat intro, and I'll go straight to you, Lisa Marie, for yours. Um, how are you getting on? What's the? I, I presume um, you've had some more mental weather in the meantime. We had uh, snow and then um, completely fine temperatures within 24 hours last time we spoke. What way is it going now? You? Well, um. Okay, so let's see. Yeah, so it's been fine pretty much this week, and then it's supposed to snow again Saturday night into Sunday. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> in, yeah, um, but but 
Monday is a holiday um, or a bank holiday. I mean, I have to work, but the kids don't have school. So it could potentially be, depending on how much we get, um, it could be cleared up in time for them to go to school on Tuesday. They're not necessarily happy about that, but I am. So, yeah, no, our, our weather has been bonkers um, for 2022. I mean, it has just been a, it's a roller coaster ride, folks. Just keep on listening. Um, yeah. So thank you for that lovely feedback, who, whoever your anonymous source was. That's that's very, very nice to hear. And um, to quote one of my husband's coworkers, who is a Liverpool fan and um, thinks it's great that you're letting a yank um, participate in the podcast. <laughs> letting a yank. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he thinks that is fantastic. So anyway, um, but no, it, that's nice to hear because um, I do sometimes feel like all I do is just kind of giggle in the background, which maybe that adds something for people. I don't know. So that's, um, that's Cam's job. We know that very much. So that's very that's been Cam's <laughs> job from day one. Cam's Cam's the uh, Cam's the background giggler. So <laughs> no, I'm, I'm afraid I'm afraid you can never usurp that title, Liz Marie. Okay. No. Well, that's what, good. What have you got for us to open with? Just a little thing. Um, so it's been a very busy week work-wise. You know, it's like everyone's, they're all back from the holidays and you want stuff. Um, so I was kind of because of my own fault working late on Wednesday night. And I split my time between going into my office or working from home. And Wednesday I happened to be in my office and um, was there after everybody had left. And so I kind of cranked up the music. <laughs> And um, so I was having a good old time uh, just reliving my uh, youth with music from the 80s and 90s and, and certainly singing along. So um, if there was anybody else in the office building. They were getting quite the concert while I was while I was working. <laughs> so just a little song lyric that to me is just so 90s and wanted to see if um, if you all could guess what it is. Oh, great. Quiz as well. I love it. Excellent. Let's go. <laughs> so I got it. Had it pulled out here. Okay, and this is from the middle of the song too, but I okay. just something about it kind of spoke to me with just all the various things that have been going on, um, both footy related and non footy related and everything else. So wear it out the way a three year old would do. Melt it down. You're gonna have to eventually anyway. The fire trucks are coming around the bend. Shit, I don't know what that is. Cam, have you any idea? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here, let's see if this gets it for you, the next line, yeah, which is on. part of the chorus. Um, you live, you learn, you love, you okay. learn. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, now, now I can hear it. Uh, so, now I can I'm not going to sing it for you. You cry, you learn. I know the song. I know I can hear it in my head. I, I hear how it goes, but I just can't tell you who the the artist is. It's a it's a female vocalist. It is. Oh, so it's not uh, it's not um meatloaf. No. Um, <laughs> Although meatloaf. I was listening to a it was, meatloaf. It's not Iron Maiden. Run to the hills then. Give up. Yeah, oh, well, who I don't know. It? Who is it? Who is it? Alanis Morissette. Oh Christ! How did I not get that? <laughs> oh my God. Yes, of course. Now I can now I can hear her, but it was just an, an amorphous uh, 
uh, female voice in my head there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, right, right. Alasmore said, yeah, none more 90s, uh, it has to be said. So you were just belting out tunes to the I to, was, to your heart. Yes, I was uh, in concert. And can can I ask you something? Um, can you? Can, uh, there's very few things I like to do more than um, than, than than relax of an evening and, and put on the music that I like to put on, um, at, you know, ear bleeding volumes and and, and and shout along. But can you do something constructive like work at the same time? That's I'm, I'm impressed if you can do that. Um, you know, it depends on what I'm trying to do. What I was <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. was not deep thought work if you will yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but it was just something that needed to be done so um and honestly i mean by the time i'd hit this we're, it was like seven o'clock at night so i was starting into the what 11th hour of my day well not well since i'd been at the office not since i'd been up so i was needing a little something to to keep the motivation there um to get me through the the rest of the evening so anyway well, you'll be glad to know that uh, Guy Drinkle needs motivation to get through this show, uh, and he's currently singing to himself right now. He says, "And uh, <laughs> I think I think we should all have a guess at what Guy is singing." Um, I am going to go out and limb and say it's S Club Seven. Cam, what do you reckon? Um, I'm just trying to think if there was ever a Toby Carvery television <laughs> advert, and um, yes. that there was a. A song associated with it. So I'm going to go with something Toby Carvery related. Well, Lisa Marie Guy is typing. So. Yes, he is. I see that. Uh, I, it turns out I was right, folks. It turns out I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ain't no party Ain't like no a party club. like a mess club party. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, by the way, before we go move away from you, um, on that one, Lisa Marie, I did want to say something last year. What the hell was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, literally, you've got your feet. Under under the table on this show, and you've gone and pulled a pure branch on it, and started touring around the various other uh, establishments <laughs> where, where 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 microphone um, jockeys are required. Uh, recently on on Raw with Guy Drinkle, uh, not to mention several other spots as well. You you've gone full branchy on us. Um, I'm I I I have to say I'm eyeing this one cautiously. Just just uh, no no I'm watching. Is all I say. Um, <laughs> well, there may be an end game, but you know, I can't play my, can't show my hand too early. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's it's gonna be the Lisa Marie show, isn't it? That's what's coming. That's basically what's coming. Uh, Cam, I can sense it. Uh, it's how, it's how, on its way, isn't it? It's on its way, man. How are you doing, by the way, brother? What have you got for us to start with? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, and and how's you and the fam? Yeah, okay, okay. Considering um, it's yeah. it's been a tricky spot. But you know, we're 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 just putting one foot in front of the other, kind of Excellent. cliche Excellent. cliche time. Yeah, <laughs> good man. Um, I've just got a little quote to start with, and um, I really want you to know who this is. I think you know this is up, up your street, bro. I okay. truly do. I okay. truly do. Okay, so um, I feel like you're taking the piss out of me already. So. No, 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 no. It's general. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, at the very bottom of life, which seduces us all. There is only absurdity and more absurdity. And maybe that's what give us, gives us our joy for living. Because the only thing that can defeat absurdity is lucidity. Right, I, 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 I do very much like this. 
And I think it's, uh, I, I think I might have an idea, Cam. Would that, would that annoy you if I got this right? No, I, I would be so impressed if you got this right. I, I'm, I, I'm going to step out of the way and give Lisa Marie a chance first. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, I was going to say Trevor Downey. yes well known for his pontification that one um i would say um i I was uh, clearly my first guess was sean dyche but my second guess would be because i think i've read it i think it's camus albert camus am i right Albert Camus. Albert Camus. There he goes. Yeah, is it yeah. Camus? It is Camus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Used, to be a goal, used to be a goalkeeper. Albert. Sorry? He's a goalkeeper. No. French yeah, philosophy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, French philosophy. He played, he played in goals. Did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what one of the, the hooks that um, got me interested enough to read uh, his oh, wow. book. Book uh, L'Etranger when I was a nipper. Uh, okay, well, and I, I did, in the same week I learned that both he and Pope John Paul II were goalkeepers. So um, I was vaguely interested in both of them after that. There you go. That's no, basically prize, what uh, prize winner as well. I didn't know that about JP too. That's interesting. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no messing with either of the boys. Um, they could. Um, they could. Oh, JP too. I knew he was. He used to play football, didn't he? He was a goalie. Yeah. He was a goalie. Yeah. He, yeah. Now, when you see the little short old um, um, little fella, it, I don't know what sort of team he played for, but he always struck me as a little man. Like maybe I'm wrong, but he, did, he always struck me as a little man. Maybe a great spring in his legs. Um, <laughs> who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm delighted with that, uh, and that's a, that is a nice. Uh, that's a. It was really, just a great quote. I just. It's a really that. apt quote. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. throwing around, I was throwing around a few quotes earlier on 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 Twitter until I depressed myself and then I stopped because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just said, what am I doing here? Twitter and depression, how you thought? Yeah, yeah, it, it was funny because I, I I put one up and I was like, yeah, that's that's quite that's quite apt. And then I, I me being me, I was like, why am I quoting this fucker? I don't even like him. I don't like his family. <laughs> I don't like where it comes from. Then I put up another one, and I, I, I'm like totally me. I had to get some digs in, so it didn't look like I was I was advertising the guy just because he was quite wise uh, or insightful or whatever. Anyway, anyway, I want to get straight to the football because there's a lot going on. Now we had a weird week uh, last week. Um, it's been a kind of a strange period of time, and we had you know the delay and all the rest of it. We then had a game last night, so everybody will know what we're talking about uh, when this show comes out. They'll have, um, in their recent past, watched the frankly uninspiring nil-nil draw between Liverpool and Arsenal at um, Anfield, which marked the first leg of the uh, two-legged semi-final in the Carabao Cup. Um, and now it's gone very much in Arsenal's favour because of the cancellation. The second leg now is at their place on Thursday coming. And again, there's plenty of build up to that. So I don't feel bad talking about it. We have a game against Brentford now at the weekend as well. And again, I think the show is going to be out early enough because unless I'm mistaken, guys, that is Sunday, isn't it right? Because we play Thursday. It is, yeah. like, like, it is Sunday. Or Sunday. Um, and I did hear somewhere, which is mightily annoying, 
that the game is a two o'clock game on Sunday and therefore nowhere on the telly for me to watch. So I may have to be, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure there must be some way a person can watch a game. It should be on TV. It's not, you know. Isn't it? No, no, it's not. Well, it's not on any of the, the expensive subscriptions I pay for. Uh, <laughs> and and um, I did check the one that's usually the one that my, my, my safety net is usually Premier Sports. They, they like to get Liverpool if, if they're not being covered on the yeah. other channels. But sadly, no, nothing to be seen. So it looks like... Uh, it looks like dodgy. Yeah, yeah, as guy, as guy says, because we're oh, playing, they're, they're showing the West Ham game on Sky Sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. West Ham Leeds. Ah, oh, right, okay. So it's uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a, a crappy stream for me. Um, I don't know. I presume it, you two guys have been. Oh, actually, Lisa Marie, you probably just get every game, don't you? you yeah, because um, you've got NBC that package. Has, yeah, the, yeah. has yeah. the Premier League rights. So, yep. Right. I mean, okay. I can, I can, you know, you can call up on Skype and I can hold you in front of the TV. <laughs> I mean, honestly, video. <laughs> honestly, that would clearly be better than the shit stream. I will no doubt end up watching. And you know, well, yeah, it's, it's, just so you know, you have a backup plan. I'm, I'm here to yeah. help. Well, like, I mean, let's not dis- just completely dismiss that as a crazy idea. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it, you know, seriously, because I'm, it's, it's so bloody, uh, infuriating. But anyway, as I said, a, we- a weird week, um, a week of, 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 um, recrimination and, and, and backbiting. And somehow Liverpool managed to find themselves in a situation where, um, they were being criticized and Jurgen Klopp, who's been so vocal, um, about various bits and bobs and, and this whole, um, um, I God, I hope soon to be over COVID era of uh, of, of of nonsense. The, the he found himself on the receiving end of of accusations of cheating um, uh, around false positive tests and all the rest of it. It was quite farcical. Um, most of it was probably from lunatic fringe Arsenal fans, if we're being honest. And now it turns out that Arsenal would like their game to be postponed, please, on Sunday. Please and thank you, because they have... I don't know if you've noticed this, guys, but in all the tweets that you see from, um, you know, blue-tick journalists, they say the game was going to be cancelled because of... And they say, uh, a you know, COVID, yes, but they also say injuries and AFCON. They include all three, as if... That would be either of those last two would be a valid reason for getting a game cancelled. I don't think that's. I think that that seems a little bit naughty to me, and it just seems like they're they're all in this whole business of stirring shit up. So I want to reflect a little bit, if we can, on that most recent game. And you know, I'm just throwing a few things out on the table there so that we can kind of pick and mix as we go. It's, it might have uh, it, it tweaked one or two things for you guys to talk about, but certainly let's just start with what was, like I say, incredibly underwhelming. I think, unless I'm very much mistaken, we finished with a shot on target. Now I don't know how that happens. For me, um, and I'm going I'm to go. I'll start with you on this. Cam, go to Lisa Marie then. For me, the um, the pillorying of James Milner and Jordan Henderson, it's not 
it's not um, very edifying to, be, to behold. But also, it's not an explanation in and of itself for how uncreative we were. Yes, I understand how the game works. We're endlessly talking about how midfield is a vital conduit um, for supplying our attack and for making sure that our fullbacks can do what they do. Like, we get that. So, yes, if the two boys are in there and not play, playing at their best, that's going to be an issue. So, yes, that's an issue. But we also had, we were able to start a, a, with a front line of Bobby Firmino and Yogo Jota, two of our best four, and Taki Minamino, uh, who had been scoring goals in the earlier rounds of this competition. And we still couldn't register a bloody shot on target until like late in the game. How, what do you put it down to? Cam, I mean, what, what, what did we see on Thursday night? Cause I, I was, I'm really scratching my head afterwards. It, it felt so flat and uninspired. Um, people were saying lethargic. I don't know that it was lethargic. It just felt really uninspired. It just felt like there were no ideas. I'm just trying to set you up here because it's too simple, isn't it? To just say it's, it's only Jimmy and, 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 and Jordan. And it's also embarrassing to say, well, we lost Sadio and Mo. There's still a lot of good footballers there. We should be able to do slightly better than we did against 10 freaking men. Talk to me about what you saw. I saw a complete lack of pace um, last night. I saw our creative outlets in the fullbacks have absolute shockers. I saw a midfield that was supposed to be functional and contain uh, an opposition team from doing anything have a complete lack of anything they they just they were so stale it was unbelievable we had two of our two of our best four up top who didn't muster a shot between them and that is outrageous Taki had six shots, four off target, four were blocked, two were off target, one was a, a shocking miss, which he could have controlled and he should have put in the back of the net. But I'm not going to criticize Taki because at least he was having shots. At least he was getting into positions to have shots. Um the game we struggle and have done for many, many years whenever we play against ten. Because it stops the opposition from showing any adventure whatsoever. We need teams to come out a little bit and play because it opens up the space for us and then we can exploit it. As soon as it went down to 10 at half-time, Klopp should have thought, right, I need somebody to drive it at the at this team. I need them to you know, create havoc, create situations. And he didn't do that. You know, it was crying out for an Ox to come on or a Curtis to come on. Milner was completely ineffective yesterday. Jordan, he's had another shocker. I think, you know, I mean, I've I've been so disappointed with him, to be fair, this season. He's he's, he's, he's contributed in about three or four games at most. And I'm probably being generous. The only game I can think where he had a a wonderful game was Everton away. Um, And he played quite well against Man United away as well. Um, a lovely pass for Mo, but aside from that, you probably name on one hand the number of good games he's had or really contributed in games. It's um, it's 
it's just not working for him this season for whatever reason. Um, but, you know, Klopp has got this thing with those playing Milner and, um, and Henderson together. I saw a, a stat today in the last three seasons in 14 games in the Champions League and against the, the so-called big six. When we've had Henderson and Milner start, we've only won four games out of 14. Yeah. You know, and, that, and, and, that, that, that tells you something. It does, man. And that is the, that is the thing that, you know, maybe obviously we have an advantage. We're obsessives. Uh, we watch the games and then we get on to shows immediately afterwards and we talk about the games when they're still fresh in our memory and we have, we can trust our, our, our eyesight mm-hmm. and we know what we saw. And we have been saying, relentlessly this is not a good mixture it's just not and i remember those european campaigns and i i don't know where the 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 received wisdom came from but it was always thrown out there that you know they go in there and they do a job i honestly think it's mostly media spin that that our own supporters buy um because the evidence is so clear that's what that's that you just rolled out there i mean christ alive and let's let's remember as well that that was in the era of Ginny Wijnaldum too, mm-hmm. um, uh, and 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 you know what what a loss that man has been um, to our ability to control anything um, in midfield at all. And you know, look, it just it's frustrating when you've got a world class lad like Fab that you sort of you don't play to that strength. And and look, you, you're against ten men. You're so right. Surely it's as soon as possible, half time, get Curtis Jones on the park, get Ox on the park. And they did make a difference. They were far more front foot when they came on. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it was, it's just, it was, it was disheartening. Um, and it is disheartening in many ways. But look, I want to just bring Lisa Marie on one thing, Cam. And if, if you haven't finished your thought, I'll get back to you. Just don't, 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 don't uh, no, drop whatever no. thought you have there. I just want to bring Lisa Marie in on this idea of Jimmy Miller because. You and I, at least, Marie, have often had a had a laugh about Jimmy. I think we're both very fond of him. Um, you know, he's he's one of those guys you you can't not love him for what he's done for the club, genuinely in terms of of of, of performances on the park, but also just the kind of character he is to have around is it, it's it's a kind of a an X factor that it, it's one of those um, what do you call them? What do you call those things where you can't uh, you can't really? It's uh, oh my god. There's the word. Thank you so much. It's, 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 he is, he's Mr. Intangible. Uh, because, and it's just as well, because the actual tangibles are starting to wane at a rate of knots. Does it seem to you, as it does to me, that we might just be witnessing the end of, of him on the pitch? Because I remember Gary Neville talking about it, um, in quite a stark way. He said he was playing a game. For the first team, the manager didn't really know, but he knew that his legs were kind of gone. He just knew he couldn't do the things that he had always done. And he was starting to feel that little bit of frustration. And there was one, just one game where just, he just understood, oh, sh- I'm done here. Like, I'm shot. I can't do this. Certainly can't do it for 90 minutes. And I wonder, like, with the, I wonder, is there a thing with Milner? Just start from this part of it. Is there a thing with Miller that because he's so bloody fit and because he's always in the top or, or top or one of the top people when it comes to the the preseason fitness metrics, 
I wonder, does that cover a multitude of sins, really? Because there's a difference between being able to shuttle run here and there longer than everybody else. And actually the sharpness required on a football pitch. And I wonder if we're starting to see that. Is that what's starting to wane a little bit with Milner? Because I, I, I would not like to see this unfold slowly and painfully. Do you know where I'm going with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when you consider the, I guess, contributions just overall that he has made to the club, I, you know, I want to see him, you know, if he does choose to leave even, you know, to go somewhere else, you know, for a year or so, or I, you know, I want to see him leave remembered well and not, you know, kind of like, you know, just everyone frustrated with him, which is what it seems that we're starting to see now. You know, I was as you were talking, I was just kind of trying to formulate some thoughts. You know, I was wondering if maybe the reason he's been playing him is because, you know, as he has filled in at left back, he can do well on that left side. And and we don't have very many, you know, who can play on the left um, yeah. in midfield. So, you know, that potentially could be, could be, a little bit of it and I mean and again since Curtis has not played very much at all um yeah I mean I I, on, I almost wish it had been the opposite where Curtis maybe started in that position and then if necessary Milner was brought on as opposed to Milner starting and, and Curtis being brought on in his stead if that had been flipped you know maybe it might have helped and, and worked better but and I said this on uh, Raw last night. I mean, he seemed just a beat off um, last night. Like, he, you know, like his passes were just mistimed, although he was not the only one, to be fair. And nobody, and I said this last night, nobody's passing was good last night. Um, but, yeah, he just, you're right. I mean, the fitness is there. I mean, I think that man could probably run, you know, a marathon tomorrow and then another one the next day. But the the skills are starting to I don't know how to say it. I don't want to you know, it's just the the same sharpness. It's yeah. it's not there. Yeah, it it is that sharpness thing. I mean, I don't know, um just to bring you back in and get get your take on on on, on Millie as well, Cam. I, I you know, we've all sort of if we play ball on a regular basis or I I, I kept my hand in playing a bit of five side or lower like small sided games and you do the skills don't go anywhere right whatever skills you've managed to attain over the years they don't go anywhere and sometimes actually I, I i often think you just those things actually improve the more you play but th- that sharpness that Lisa Marie's talking about that i was mentioning that does go and suddenly it's not that you're not fit enough it's just that you move slower. You don't turn mm-hmm. in that sharp motion that you used to turn. Maybe you don't even anticipate things in the way you did because maybe that's part of it, that instinct. Maybe that wanes a little bit as well. I don't know. I mean, certainly, like, if you're a defender, you, your instincts and positioning can can improve. You could play till you're 105. But but, but your sharpness is the thing that goes. I'm... I'm, I'm Work with me here. I'm trying to understand what's happening with Milner because it's not good enough to just say, well, he's 36, what do you want? He's getting old. That's not good enough because, you know, he is a kind of an outlier in terms of his fitness. So do you reckon it is that sharpness thing? Because that does seem to be a thing that happens, you know? 
it can't be anything else, can it? I mean, he's the brain is working, but the body's not operating as quick as what it was. And yeah. Despite his fitness, the body does slow down. Um, especially, I mean, you're, you're up against highly tuned athletes who are 10, 15, maybe in some cases almost 20 years younger than you. Yeah. And it's not like he was the fastest player on the pitch before. And when you're not, you're, you lose that speed that you have. And when you're not the fastest anyway, it's, it's naturally, you're, you, it's going to catch up with you. Now, he shouldn't be starting games in my opinion. I think he would be better coming on in the last 15, 20 minutes if needed. He, he's, he, he's that player you bring on when other players are tiring. Then he's sort of, you know, more of a, a level playing field maybe. But, um, yeah, he, I, I think, you know, it, it, it's painful to watch and you don't want to see him play like that because he's been a fantastic servant for us. He, he's been a, a wonderful acquisition. Um, yes, it, you know, there was a lot of ridicule about, you know, he's coming here to play as a centre midfield. That's the only reason we, we've got him. But he's made more appearances for Liverpool Football Club than he has at any other club. Now, whether that, what that says about him as a, as a player, as a person, that, I think that's fantastic because it's not like he's working under a rubbish manager who's just picking rubbish players for the sake of it. You know, we've got arguably the, the world's greatest manager at the moment. And he's, you know, we, 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 we like to critic, I think rightly, you know, Klopp deserves criticism at the moment, uh, for some of the things he's doing, but he doesn't put, pick Milner for that many games, you know, along with how many games, um, Brendan Rodgers picked him for as well. He doesn't play that many games unless he's a good football player. So I don't think we can doubt James Milner as for the contribution he's brought to Liverpool. But I think there comes a point in time where you have to say, okay, you know, we need to reassess now and and say, you know, we need to re-look at how we use you as a a squad player going forwards. Um, but then just finishing off on um, the game yesterday. Uh, there was the obvious meltdowns everywhere, you know, in all the WhatsApp groups I'm in and, uh, and obviously online, you know, um, I, I managed to watch the game last night because I wasn't working today. So uh, I managed to stay up and just see a little bit of the, the fume. The tie's not over. It's half time. Yes, we've got to go to the Emirates and we've got to get a result. Away goals don't count, which I'm quite pleased about in a way. You know, the way goals are, you know, I think it's a bit of a, a joke, to be honest, of, of the way of set and foot games. Not that we've <laughs> never minded that in the past. We've always been quite good at that. But, um, so away goals don't count. But what, what's going to happen now is the onus is on Arsenal to come and attack the ball because they'll be expected to win that home game. That's going to open the game up. That's there, there for us as a team to try and exploit. And I think we will. I think we've got enough quality to go into that game, regardless of how poorly we've been playing for quite a few games now. 
this isn't just one game we've been playing poorly in. It has been a while. We've got to snap out of it at some point. And what better way to start on Sunday against Bradford and then on Thursday against um, the Arsenal? Well, I'm looking forward to having a quick chat about that Brentford game with you both in a second. Before we do, Lisa Marie, I've just popped a little photograph into the chat there, and it's um, probably the most <laughs> awkward, the most awkward man hug I've ever seen between Jurgen Klopp and Mikel Arteta. It's it's a remarkable image. Um, if you just put in uh, Klopp and Arteta hug into Google, folks, you'll see it uh, almost immediately. Um, Arteta's looking on into the middle distance like some sort of, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, he, he looks like a, a, he's, he's been wronged and injured and Klopp is, is manhandling him. But again, looking off into the middle distance, literally no eye contact between the two of them. Stony faces. It's such a weird image and speaks to the, um, the, the, the tension between the two men, at, you know, in their last encounter. You do get the impression, don't you? It's going to be pretty spiky occasion uh, on Thursday night. I mean, if you're looking for a bit of drama, which is what Liverpool under Klopp have been all about, I guess they've set it up nicely, haven't they? Oh yeah, it it is it is set up for the you know I guess another comeback, if you will, um, to make it into the into the final for the for the competition. <laughs> this this picture is cracking me. It's so good, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it is. That's like uh, seriously an awkward photo. Um, yeah, you know, I and I, the coverage I was watching yesterday, there was very little I w- of you know, camera along kind of the sidelines, um, to to see if there was any interaction, um, between the two this go round. So yeah, I yeah, don't know if that was on yeah, purpose. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. There was almost no watching of it, which I thought was strange. I thought I thought that would be a constant, uh, a constant uh, uh, little um, shimmy over by whoever's doing the handheld to keep an eye and see what was going on between them. But yeah, no focus on it at all. Enjoying this podcast? Then why not supercharge your support for the Reds with Anfield Index Pro? With around thirty premium podcasts every month, AI Pro offers the very best reviews, reaction, and debate on all things LFC. From the acclaimed statistics and deep dive analytics found in our Under Pressure podcast to the transfer links, scouting reports and fast live reaction shows we record after every match, AI Pro is home to our very best content. With regular appearances by Reds legends like Jan Mulby and Sir Kenny Dalglish, plus insight from journalists, sports scientists, coaches and psychologists, we'll help bring you closer to the club you love. There's never been a better time to take AI Pro for a test drive. Available on all popular podcast platforms with free apps for iOS and Android. You can try it absolutely free with no strings attached. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com to start your seven-day free trial now. Just in terms of in terms of this of of, of this particular fixture, I just want to uh, check on something here. Jurgen was talking about the squad fitness ahead of Brentford, which will obviously have a knock-on effect for um for um. Arsenal, and I just want, we'll finish up on the Arsenal thing here. Uh, I'll set you up with this. He said there were knocks last night. Robbo got a knock. Virgil got a knock. Millie got a knock, he said. Uh, but last night, directly after the game, the medical department told me all will be fine. 
Um, but there was a night between then and now, so we'll see that. He does, he's been a bit wary there. Meanwhile, he says Divock Origi has stepped up his rehab from the injury that's kept him out of the last eight games. Uh, yesterday, he was outside running, looked really good, so I think he will not be too far away, says Klopp in his uh, typically vague fashion. So we don't have... It doesn't look like there's anybody going to be coming back extra. It doesn't look like Divock's going to be involved in you know, when you think about the fact that he had actually started to look a bit more like himself and the one time you wanted him to be fit and available, he's not. It's just grim. It it, it just really sticks in the cross. So let let's finish up with, with, with the Arsenal thing by saying what in your gut, what are you feeling, Lisa Marie, that you're gonna see on Thursday night? We've set it up a bit. There's clearly gonna be tension there. Now we know who's going to be available for Liverpool. Barring injuries against Brentford, um, things are looking solid enough in terms of squad availability. Still no word, of course, about Thiago um, that I've heard, at least. Um, and certainly, if anything I have heard has been as vague as his comments about um, Divock. Do you, like Cam, believe we've more than enough to go there? And do you expect, more to the point, us to go there and uh, get to that final? I think we do have enough um it i think the team you know I, and i mentioned this last night you know i i don't know that i'd ever seen minamino play on the left although again he was the one getting shot so that wasn't necessarily a bad thing but jada definitely does better i think on the left um so i i don't know something with that front three needs to be worked on this week in training um I, yeah but you know, I think if we can start with, you know, with Curtis and with Ox and just start off you know, with a bang, yeah, I think there's enough there to get us to the final. Um, you know, especially, you know, considering that, you know, Arsenal apparently has all kinds of injury, you know, whatever woes. Um, you know, we've we've got the we've got the better I think we do have the better players that, you know, we can get the win and and get us to and get us to the final. So um yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah it's just just yeah as long as Milner and Henderson don't start we should we should at least be starting off from a, a better place you see that's it right there Cam isn't it um because I don't see any way in which he's not going to play his captain in a uh cup semi-final second leg away where mm. characters required etc etc <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, and Jimmy, Jimmy may have had his day in the sun. It probably will more than likely, you'd imagine, be one of Curtis Knox alongside Fab and, and Hendo if considering, uh, hoping all are available. But I, I don't see any way both of the boys are out of the, of the first team. Do you, and do you expect us, like Lisa Marie, to have, um, enough to get past this lot? Oh, Hendo definitely starts. I mean, Hendo's got uh, clock nudes. So, um, <laughs> well, he has, have, you know, have, there, have, there can have, be have. no other, there can be no other explanation for the number of games Hendo's has played. There can be no other explanation for him going to be He's got clock nudes. I'm telling yeah, you. I've, I've just been typing that. That's the title of today's show. Uh, oh. Fantastic. Clock nudes. That's magic, magical work by a young cat. 
I mean, can you can you honestly think of any other reason why Hendo's played as many times? <laughs> How else did he get a four-year contract? What I want you to do, sorry, I want you to do is I uh, want you we, to we, run. We, we, oh, we will win. We will win. I want you, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, oh, thank you for that. But okay. what I was going to say, what I want you to do is I want you to roll straight onto Twitter after this and put forth that theory of yours, uh, and um, sit back and watch. Oh, I, I I had it the other day. I I uh, put something about Hendo on there, and uh, some of the Hendo fans came at me, you know. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I, you know me on Twitter. I only rant really about right wingers. When it yeah. comes to when it comes to the football side of things, I try to be balanced. Yeah. And yeah. and but sometimes. Yeah, you actually, yeah, you were annoying me with some quote there recently. What was it? What the fuck were you doing? How could I annoy you? Annoying me. You're annoying me because you know, you know me. You, you know I'm, I'm, I'm. You know me. I'm tight with all the right wingers. No, no, I, <laughs> I annoyed you because I said about people who have decided not to take the vaccine. Why are they then going into hospital expecting? You know, because they've done their own research. That's why they're not taking the vaccine. Oh, doing, doing, doing your own research. Doing your own research. Yeah, that's John. Yeah, you say yeah, have their lunch. Come on. Make a choice, people. That you either want drugs or you don't. That does wind me up. That does well, wind me up. Well, that's fact for me. That's simple. No, 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 but the do, the do your own research thing winds me up. Well, but that's, that. why, that's why they say they're not taking the vaccine because yeah, they've done loads. It's, 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 it's pathetic. It's a scary place to be when, uh, you've got, you've got, you've got sneering from people who have not done any, any, uh, any research into anything. At people who are saying that they have. I just think it's a scary way to go. It's got nothing to do with this topic. I don't want to talk about this topic oh, yeah, yeah. ever on this show, ever. Uh, but I, I, I'm just, and that's a scary anti-intellectual point, I think. I'm not saying you were saying that. Which is that. fair, yeah, which is I'm, fair. Yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm not yeah. saying you're saying that, but, but I, I just, just that, that kind of push towards that, I, I, it worries me. Um, but anyway. But that anyway. wasn't actually what I was saying, which you. Oh, I know I, that. I, I, know, I, I know. I know you appreciated. We, we had that discussion online, didn't we? So, um, I, I did. I think yeah. I, thought, I was just cranky. So, don't yeah. Worry about it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought you'd come around for some sarg. So, um, yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's, that, that solves everything. Um, uh, right. So, so you, you reckon, you reckon we have enough, even with the absolute guarantee that an out of form captain will start you reckon we still have enough to get past these I do because we must, I mean we must do they can't be that bad because again. the pressure's on Arsenal now yeah we've got nothing to lose now we're expected to lose because we're rubbish even though we've only lost two games in all competitions <laughs> in all season so yeah, yeah, you know we're the yeah. worst football team in the world FSG out Klopp out Virgil yeah. out Trent out Mo Salah out there's a lot of them they're rubbish yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the club I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think you've summed it up nicely there. Get rid of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> start Hendo, start Milner. Fucking get Rian Rush back, get Kenny back, get Jan back in there. We'll be yeah. fine. Easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. No, uh, I, I, I genuinely, I think, um, I think, like I say, Arsenal have got to, they've got to produce. But saying that, I, I remember watching a couple of weeks ago the Arsenal versus City game and Arsenal were fantastic. They were an absolute joy to watch. The football they played that day against City was phenomenal. It's, they just couldn't, they couldn't maintain it for the 90 minutes and obviously they lost right at the end. Um, 
you know, it didn't quite go their way that day. But they, they've got some talented, talented football players. They really have. And it, it's not going to be easy. Don't get me wrong. It's not going to be an easy game whatsoever. Not at all. Not but, at all. You know, we, no. we, but we had, you know, we, we were champions of the league two seasons ago. Yeah. Oh no. Look, I look, can I just go on record and say I fully expect us to 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 win. And I think even though I think they might get a goal or two, I think we just we'll I think we win the shit out of this game. Honestly, I don't see a situation where where Bobby's is ineffective, where Diogo Jota, who's like been a revelation for us, is is as ineffective. Taki has been scoring goals to get us this far. Let's remember that he's not gonna miss a sitter in that fashion again. We're we're, we're gonna be okay. Um, I just um. I was reminded very much, uh, I, I saw a brilliant um, couple of clips of, uh, this may have been before your time, Lisa Marie, you weren't around, I'm, I'm right in saying, aren't I? You, you're you're cloppy, you're, you, you weren't around for Kenny's second coming, were, were, were you? No, no I was right. not. Well, this I've, was, you know, obviously the, heard you all talk about it, but no, I was not Yeah, around. it was, it was, it was kind of a crazy exciting time in a, in a weird way because we just felt like we were being rescued from the darkest era ever and here was Kenny bringing us back to the light and the fact that he won a trophy you know uh was pretty special and um I don't know what you think Cam but I've tremendously fond memories of 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 Craig Bellamy uh in that mm. second in that second spell for Liverpool I just thought I thought I thought he was great. I really loved watching him, and he did a job on City in a, I was in, there. a in a League Cup semi final. Yes, you were. That's right. Exactly yeah. that. I was there. I was in the Anfield Road end that night, and he scored. Yeah. A, he scored right at the end of the cop end, didn't he? Yeah, this, that was so good. And again, like it was, it was the combo of him doing that, me having these lovely fond memories of him. He said great stuff in the, in 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 the time since. I think he just. Seems like a half decent guy, and more to the point, then you know we got to do watch the Kenny celebration, the 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 absolute you know uh, classic two hands in the air, big big beaming smile on him. It was it was magic. It was a magical little. And we won the league cup that year, didn't we? That's it. That's it. it. Was that Birmingham or Cardiff final? Uh, and actually, there you go. It was Jordan Henderson's first trophy for us, wasn't it? Right. So yeah. I mean, um, you got to remember. Yeah, we it was. Was it was it, was it Cardiff? We basically played Cardiff all the fucking time. Oh, there you go, guys. Said Cardiff. There you go. Yeah, we yeah. played Cardiff all the time back then for some reason. Yeah. And we've got oh, Cardiff in the FA Cup as well. Got them in the FA Cup now. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick look at Brentford before we wrap up. It will. The show will be out in time for people to get their ears around a little sure. bit of that. And I just the reason I want to talk about it is because I want to talk about it in the context of what we've got coming up. Um, Fixtures wise, and then I just uh, one little thing to throw at you a little bit of a, a of a uh, you know another talk a talking point. So as things stand, we are on forty two points, uh, a point behind Chelsea with a game in hand over them. Um, let's just focus on that for now because you start looking at the gap to City, it, it can get a bit annoying, and you don't know what can happen after a couple of weeks. Um, so we'll just leave that at that. To put it into perspective, our opponents on Sunday, Brentford, are on 23 points um, with uh, the 20 games played. Quite a ways back behind us, if we're being fair. Uh, I'm interested to see what you think is going to happen over the course of these two games, because they are quite close together. We've had Thursday 
We're going to have Sunday and then we've got Thursday again. I don't see any way in which Lisa Marie, he can do anything but put his absolute strongest side out because we have to believe, we have to believe that the league is still a thing that we can do. And if there's any falling away, we have to be there to take advantage of it. So I think he puts out his very, very strongest team available to him on Sunday. That will have knock-on effects for sure in terms of who he's going to be able to select and what level they're going to be at um, for the return leg against um, Arsenal in, in London, which hasn't been kind to us this year. But just looking ahead to that Brentford game, it makes me a little bit nervous I'll be honest it makes me a bit a little bit nervous because it's one of those opponents that in our bad spell last year we struggled against and in our sort of ropey spell this year we haven't exactly been fantastic against either and I wonder how confident you are about that particular challenge just to put it into perspective for you um, I had a little look at how Brentford have been doing and in their most recent run of games, they uh, lost 4-1 to Southampton uh, away. Um, they did go through to the next round of the FA Cup by beating Port Vale, which they would be expected to do. Um, they had a home win previously out in the Premier League against Aston Villa 2-1, which is a good result. Uh, a narrow defeat by Man City 1-0 in the game before that. And a 2-0 defeat by Brighton in the game before that. Um, and I think the last time you have to go back for a win was the 10th of December where they beat Watford 2-1 at home. So they're a bit of a mixed bag um, and they have uh, an interesting uh, run of games. They have got us, then they have United, then they have Wolves. They have a fourth round tie against Everton and then they've got City again, which is quite a daunting run of fixtures. Um, so I'm wondering how you're feeling about um, this that particular fixture, we'll just keep this brief because, like I say, there's a limited window, but what do you reckon in terms of the Brentford game and do you agree with me that he's got no choice but to go with his absolutely best 11? He can't be mixing and matching and doing any sort of uh, um, clever minute loads and stuff like that here. He has to go big for this. Yes, I, I think the best 11 um, available. And, you know, it, I think a little bit this... Even if it is putting some games close together for, for some of these players, we've talked about how we're a rhythm team, and they need that. They or These guys seem to need that rhythm. And I, I, I would like to think, because these long breaks in between games have not done us any good um, here in the last, say, month. So I think maybe it might be in our best interest that, you know, the – you know, we have a strong, we had a, you know, little to do is good, but strong team last night, put out a strong team again on Sunday, and then another strong team, you know, Thursday for the second leg against Arsenal. I mean, Sunday to Thursday, you know, isn't bad. I mean, they've been doing that, you know, for spells for the last couple of years, you know, through yeah. Champions League and everything else. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be good for them. I mean, it could very well be that by the time they get, you know, to next Thursday for the second leg, they have kind of found a little bit of rhythm in communication or rediscovered some of that form, you know, that they had, you know, end of November, beginning of December. Because it will be the most consistent run of games that they have had since then, right? 
Am I remembering oh. correctly or am I just making things up? No, 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 exactly. And and what's what, what makes it interesting as well, Cam, just to get a last word from you on this as well, before we move on to the last topic of the show. We have this run. So we've had Arsenal, we've got Brentford on Sunday. We have Arsenal again Thursday and the following Sunday, Crystal Palace. But then there's, a, that's the 23rd, by the way. There's a, a gap then until Sunday the 6th when we play Cardiff City in the FA Cup. And yeah. the next Premier League game doesn't happen until Thursday the 10th of February. So there is that gap there um, in terms of like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so we've got to go hard here over this period. Like, I mean, from yep. what Lisa Marie's saying, they just, just put the best available players on the freaking park. Go for it. We need to win all of these games. I don't, the two Premier League games are just must wins. And yes. uh, for me, we need this trophy. You don't get this far. This club doesn't get this deep in the competition and then just jack it in because um, things have gone a little bit. You know, w- w- yeah. w- how are you feeling about that idea of going? Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm all on board. Um, I think there'll be maximum two changes this Sunday. There'll be one change in midfield yeah. um, and possibly Robbo. Um, so I'm not sure. Is he still suspended for a league game? Is he yeah, still got he's, he's done, I think. Has he done three games? I thought he'd done two. I know he played on Steve. But I thought that because it was EFL, maybe... Yeah. Oh, League Cup counts. Yes. Okay. All right, okay. Yeah, Guys, I thought... All right, so then then I think there'll only be one change, and that'll be uh, Milner. You and don't think you be... don't think Taki steps out for either Ox or... or um... Ox is ineffective at top. I listen. I agree with you, man. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just wondering. Seeing as, seeing as, you know, he didn't really we, have. We need to, we need to get some sort of uh, rhythm between the front three, and the only yeah. way you're going to do that is by playing them. Yeah. Um. If, yep. if, if there's no point then having Taki at the club if you're not going to play him when two of our front, front four aren't available. Yeah. They were, they were so disjointed. All three yeah. of them were coming yeah. deep, looking for the ball. It was just weird. It didn't yeah. work at all. Yeah, it didn't work at all. So they need, they need to work on that. You yeah. know, he may, he may, uh, look at possibly just changing the formation up slightly, go four, two, three, one, put Jota up top and then have a, a three of, uh, then you could then maybe drop Taki and maybe put Curtis and, uh, Oxy the side of Bobby and go that way. So don't, you know, and then play. Uh, a double pivot of uh, Fab and uh, and Hendo, but that's relying on Hendo to be disciplined to <laughs> stay there as a six because he doesn't do that, and that's the yeah. problem. So I don't know, but uh, well, obviously we're talking about. Um, sorry, I'm 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 thinking here to um, I'm I'm mixing up the two games together now because I could see him doing that in both games, but for some notes. I think he will just do the one change, sorry. And I think it has to be um, uh, Milner for either Ox or Curtis. Or Curtis Preferably, yeah. I'd like to see Curtis because I think he's more suited to the left-hand side. Yeah, Curtis is better on the left. than Yeah, because Ox he's is. left-footed. Yeah. He's yeah. more left-footed than right, so he would be the natural fit there. And um, I think it would just uh, he could then work better with uh, Robbo. They, they would overlap better. They would be looking to go on the outside rather than come on the inside, whereas maybe Ox would then be looking to come on the inside, and that that just you're then running into where Taki's going to be, and it, it, you're just congesting that area in the in the corner of the 18 yard, you know that that's that space there. So we need to we need to stretch 
and to do that you've got to you've got to stay wide so i would like to see um uh curtis come in for milner and you know i, I don't anticipate any other changes i don't i think it will still be um Matip and uh virgil saying that i mean virgil starts every game but some of virgil's passing thursday was shocking yeah was all yeah Virgil but, but, is starting to make me nervous, and I think that's something I've never ever said. But... No, that's that's a rare <laughs> sentence right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's an unusual sentence. Title uh, of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> that's an unusual sentence. I, I kind of yeah, I, I kind of know where you're going with it. I, one by by contrast, however, Joel Matip was was just uh, glorious to watch um, on his adventures on a regular basis. <laughs> to to got to, to score. He's got. He's got to score one of these things. Just, just t- actually, actually. Well, he needs take... to shoot, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know he had one, one shot yeah. on Thursday, but it wasn't from the adventure as such, was it? No, it wasn't. No, no, yeah. no. It has to be at the end of one of his wanders, and uh, because if he puts his foot through it at the end of one of those, it's it's it's, it's just going to be the goal of the season, and I think you know make everyone's make everyone's day. I wanted to finish off, and I know Cam, you may not necessarily be available to answer, and you might have to go missing for a minute or two. So uh, yeah. if that happens, folks, you know what's happening. It's not it's Cam's uh, suddenly just uh, gone AWOL on us. He just might have to take a call. Um, I want to finish with a look at because we can't just keep ignoring the elephant in the room, which is the whole kind of squad situation, Mo's contract buying and not buying FSG, are they good, are they the devil's spawn, etc, etc I've no interest in the last 10 minutes of the show getting into a big debate about that, um, I would like to have a measured conversation about one of these days and I think the time to do it might well be after the window has shut so that we can make an assessment at that point but I, I said I'd just read a few of the stories in news now around about transfers and stuff like that and it's amazing what they're doing. Like, there's a headline here called Wait and See. James Pierce drops teasing LFC transfer claim that will excite fans. And so, of course, I click on that. That sounds great. What's Piercy <laughs> saying? What's Piercy saying now? He said, as things stand, not expecting any incomings. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know, <laughs> that's the first sentence. And then he goes on to say a year ago that situation changed rapidly. But I think we saw enough from Cade Gordon to believe he can have an impact in coming weeks and so on. So what? Yeah, exactly all the kind of things that you don't want to be hearing from James Pierce because it will drive people absolutely insane. Um, He went on to talk about Frankie the Young um, and say, I've not heard him mentioned. But certainly it's an area of the squad I'm expecting to see reinforced in the summer. Again, something that's guaranteed to drive people fucking insane because we need need them now and so on and so forth. So I clicked on that. That that was that was highly disappointing as a little link, hoping that something um would would materialise from that by way of, of, of fun and games. Let's have this one here. Liverpool can reach pre contract agreement with 266,000 per week star number 10 this month. He's rejected a new contract. Who do you think this is? He's earning 266 a month. A month? Oh, sorry, week. Pardon me, a week. Um, He's a number 10. I think you mentioned him recently, Cam. Oh, did I? You did, you did. Actually, last show you mentioned him. What? Killian? 
No, I'll not kill you. Oh, um, oh, oh, I've got a memory, like I said. Um, oh, Jude Bellingham. Not Jude Bellingham. It's Paolo Dibola. Oh, Pablo. Yeah. Pablo Diabla. Okay, well, I, I, yeah. I, I would like that. It, it's Dibala, but I'm going to go with yours, Diablo, or whatever you're calling them. We'll go with that instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, that guy at Juve. Yeah, that guy at Juve. That works. Yeah, at Juve. Yeah, no, he's odd. I'd be all over that. I just think he's a wonderful player. Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got. I've got one for you here um, because this is straight from the crazy town. Um, this is straight from the crazy town uh, uh, branch of, of football journalism. This is on Football in- Insider and it says it would be like having another Thiago, former Premier League striker, suggest Liverpool should make a move for La Liga star. This is what we're doing now, right? We're going up to lads who used to play football and say, who do you think uh, Liverpool should sign? <laughs> I mean, there's literally no contact there. There's a whole story here about how we should get Tony Cruz into Liverpool midfield because Noel Whelan, who once played for Reading, said it. My God. That's how bananas things are here. And I bring you back, Lisa Marie, to finish this out, I bring you back to the fact that the likes of James Pearce and that, and, and, and the, the, the selected few, they always trot out the line about not expecting any incomings. And it always turns out, out to be the freaking case, unless there's a complete emergency like last time where we bring in uh, slightly underwhelming uh, uh, recruits, um, you know, right at the, at the death. So I think, you know, at this stage, the 14th of January, with a full two and a bit weeks left in this transfer window, probably the same thing to do is to just um, say, well, we have the lads we have and we should... St- Stop dreaming. What? What is, is that? The, is that the takeaway? <laughs> because it's going to upset a lot of people if nobody comes in, isn't it? Well, yeah, the, and they're never going to say that. But and I, I mean, when we we first started talking about transfers a couple of weeks ago, you know, that's what I said. I've, for my own sanity, the position I have adapted is if it happens, great. Otherwise, I'm just not going to lose my head over it because I have far more important and serious things than I need to be worrying about. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just not worth the stress and the upset. Um, and, and, you know, and others, I'm, you know, to, to, to the wider audience out there. I mean, if, if, you know, you're getting all worked up over this, you know, reach out to me because I'll give you something that you can really worry about and, and maybe that you can affect in your life because our whining and complaining and, you know, beating the drums and, you know, pulling out the torches and pitchforks. It doesn't matter. You know what? You might as well just open your window and scream because that's as effective as it's going to be. So just calm down. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love screaming at windows. I'm sorry, that was a little bit of a rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. listen, listen, that's very, it's, it's very, usually that's calm doing that. Um, but, but, but it's good to spread it around, you know, on a rare occasion, I'll have a little rant, but it's nice. It's nice to spread it around. I think now, now, now for, for once you get to be the unreasonable one. Uh, <laughs> but am I, am I being unreasonable? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's great. No, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. The, 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 the endless nonsense that we see that I just, 
shake my head at. It actually makes me just go away from a medium that I, I do like to delve into, which is Twitter. I, I can't do any of the other ones. One's more than enough for me. But when you see that debate coming up, it just, it's it's so polarizing and, and you get nonsense on both sides, to be honest. People talking about FSGs if they're related to them. Um, people talking about <laughs> FSG's money as if it's their money, um, <laughs> right? No, and then and then and then on the other hand, you have people talking about it as if they're the devil himself, um, uh, cloned several times, you know, as opposed to canny businessmen and, and and you know the fellow who made Morgan Mindy, you know, who, who you know whatever, just it, it, things could be a lot worse for us in the ownership department. But you are absolutely entitled to be like me, and I think like my two pals here, fucking seriously frustrated that we don't have more money to spend on players to create a legacy situation here for history. Because these oh, these, these mean, players, this manager, deserve it. You know, they they deserve it. Klopp deserves to have to be back to the hilt. I even hear people saying, "Oh, but how do you know it's not Klopp?" Klopp doesn't want players, you know. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I, I, we all understand he wants to have the right person in there. But I'm sure there are lots of the right person. Why else would we have um, the uh, the recruitment men that we have? There's a list there. He would love to add to the squad. There's no two ways about that. So, well, at least... I, Unless, unless these guys are all in some, um, you know, plan that Klopp has to take the club down from the inside by not buying anyone ever. I mean, I, I, I can't have that myself. It's, it seems weird. Oh, Liverpool to submit. Take Irrevocable. off the conspiracy hat. No, I can't. I can't. It's, it's, <laughs> it's going on there. I've got one more for you. Uh, this is, this sounds great. Liverpool submit irrevocable offer to sign 320 grand a week player. An irrevocable offer. Wow. Irrevocable. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liverpool are prepared to agree a 31.2 million contract to sign a midfielder. Um, he's French. Anyone want to have a guess? He's French. French. Uh, French midfielder. 24 year old playmaker, according to uh, Paisley Gates. I, 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 I don't know. That's Guy Gesta. Verratti. He's not French, is he? Not Verratti, no. It is Usman Dembele. No, we haven't. haven't. No, we haven't. No, no we haven't. Wait. No, we haven't. I, I was just no, saying. We haven't. This is the kind no, of we haven't. It's as simple as people oh, go around okay. clicking these links and reading them and getting excited. You know, this is. I, I just want to do. I want to do a service to to our for our listeners and say, please stop. Like this, don't, don't do just, it. Don't click. Yeah, don't click. Have a shout out your window, and uh, you know everything will be fine. Have a cup of tea. I'm just no. putting my pitchfork away. I wish you would. <laughs> Blow out the torch. Put away the pitchfork. <laughs> he's been shining that up, you know, uh, <laughs> background there. Uh, we should, we should, we should finish on a, on the image of Cam and his pitchfork, uh, and let you get back to whatever you're doing. We like to keep this to around about an hour, and I think that's pretty much what we've done here. Might be just gone north of it. So I want to um, tell you and remind you that we will be back because that's what we do now. We don't miss weeks. We just do this every week and. Um, I have a couple of ideas for um, this new year, and certainly there are one or two people who are um, putting their hands up and saying they wouldn't mind um, 
being involved in a in a show or two, probably not on the most regular basis, but a couple of a couple of different voices to um to get our our minds churning in different directions as well over the next couple of weeks and months. It's going to be an interesting ride. So do stay with us for the show. Um, you may or may not be seeing seeing uh, some changes afoot. Um, across, across. Uh, That's a political answer. You may or may not. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not. It's not my. It's not my place to divulge. Uh, I, I did like... not attend the party that I was drinking booze at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Yeah, the, I do. Not one show goes by without a Tory dig. Fair play to you, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I I do think that there's there are going to be things afoot uh, with with the channel. I'll leave it at that. I'm, it's not my place to say anything more. But it will mean interesting little changes, and like I say, for the show as well. So for yet another excellent chit chat, I'd like to thank Lisa Marie Hanahan and Cam Branch and Guy Drinkle for producing and contributing the way that he always does. It's nice to have the full cohort. It's always lovely when you do have Guy there, um, whether contributing or not, it makes a difference. So um, thanks to him too. And we will be back with you next week. So in the meantime, and this is on the back of uh, a little scolding I got for being a cynical bastard and losing faith in humanity, <laughs> I want to say something to you. I want to say to you, be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.